Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. Praise the Lord. Everywhere I go, I, I want the world to know. We can just stop there for the morning. You know, I came from Ghana a week today. Anyway, church, good morning. I don't know how to do formalities. I'm not good at formalities. So church, good morning. Um, welcome you all for... Um, who's doing the baby dedication? That's a joke. That's a joke. Uh, Mr. Frimpong, Mr. and Mrs. Frimpong baby dedication. I'm glad that you can make it. Praise the Lord. But I came from Ghana a week today. And um, a very, a brother of mine who I'm staying with, um, the wife, mother died. And so we were socializing, you know, sitting down and chatting and in the in the house and the discussion came about bible and god and um if my mostly about four of them really don't believe the don't believe the bible and you know i'm teaching in a bible school and so i have to defend i have to defend the bible amen not that I can defend the Bible because God is able to defend himself. But I have to draw their attention that the Bible is not complicated and it's not contradictory unless if you understand it, it's not. If you don't understand it, it is. Praise the Lord. But I know where I'm coming from. And you can say all you want to you can cut it into pieces and digest it as much as you want, but I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. And I'm not going to share my testimonies just in case Nikki is waiting. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But God has been good to me. And that is why I, am, I, I, I hold this mic, because of his goodness. I want to talk to you briefly about children. If we can open Matthew 26. Matthew, Nguma a etosu edionunsia enchichemu edionunsia for those of you that don't understand that, I'm just rehearsing when I was speaking, uh, preaching in Ghana. I used to preach in Chi. So it's just doing a little bit of rehearsal. And here, we, we, we're not boxed. You know, we have a joke. We have a laugh. So allow me to have my jokes and laugh. You might not, you might not yield to it, but forgive me anyway. Praise the Lord. 
If I stop doing that, then I become somebody else. But I want to be myself, right? Is that good? Anyway, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Matthew, Matthew 26. Um, actually, I am not in Matthew 26. I'm in Matthew 16. Matthew 16. Matthew anguma a etosu edunsia. 16 in chi is edunsia. For those of you that are learning chi. Uh, verse 13. And verse 13. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, uh, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Bajona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Praise the Lord. And I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. 19. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be lost in heaven. And he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus, the Christ. Amen. Jesus... Tell Peter that you are. Peter tell Jesus that you are the Christ. And then Jesus tell Peter that flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my father who is in heaven. And Jesus says to Peter, Upon this rock, I will build my church. Amen? I know some say Peter is the rock, the Catholic church, that says Peter is the nest in line after Christ to take over the leadership. Because, because of this scripture. But you see, the church is not built on man. 
Amen. You know why? You see, when the disciples were faced death, because of the revelation that they have received from who Christ is, they were willing to surrender their life to death. Amen. The church is not built on man, but is built on revelation. And that is what Jesus was talking about. Upon this revelation will I build my church. Nobody can stand for Christ without a revelation. It is by revelation that we die for the name of Jesus. It is by revelation that we go to places that we shouldn't go. It is by revelation that we stand up and defend the gospel to death. It is by revelation that Paul says, I know whom I have believed. It is by revelation that Paul was whipped three times, 39 stripes each time. By revelation that he was able to carry the gospel to Rome. It is by revelation that our Lord Jesus Christ himself suffered death. You know, he, he went, he took Peter and John and James and went further. And then he left them and, and went further to pray. And then he told them, he came back and said, are you sleeping? You're so tired, you're sleeping. And, and Jesus' prayer was, Lord, if it's at all possible, take this cup from me. Why? In his humanity. He was facing something that he could hardly bear. But the revelation that he has, that he is the Christ, and that he is the Messiah, and that he is the one that should save mankind, propel him to go to the cross. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, the gospel, we follow the gospel by revelation. Amen? The, we follow the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ only by revelation. Without revelation, we cannot follow the gospel. Amen? But we, with revelation, we can do a lot. Let's look at... Something I want to show you about Revelation. Matthew 18. At, I'll read from one. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? We're talking about Revelation. Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? 
Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him on his, in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and became as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whosoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The disciples came to Jesus and they wanted to know who is the greatest. The disciples, if you read the account from chapter 16, you see the things that Jesus was doing. He predicted his death. He, he said, you know, he's going to die and he will rise again. And then a sick child was brought to the disciples. They couldn't do much. So the father brought the child to Jesus. And Jesus got upset with his disciples. How long must I be with you? That you couldn't do this. But Jesus healed them, the guy, the child. Jesus then predicts his death again. And by this time, Peter took him aside and rebuked him. How dare you say things like that? Don't you know that we are depending on you? You cannot die. You will not die. Jesus looked at him eyeball to eyeball. Get thee behind me, Satan. Because you are thinking of the flesh and not of the spirit. Church, we need to bear in mind. From time to time, we look at these things. And when it comes our way, we should not think of the flesh. We should think of the spirit. Sometimes you love someone so much that you want the best for the person. But in your thinking, the best for the person is fleshly thinking. And sometimes you need to allow the person to go through certain situations to, to mature, to wake up spiritually. Praise the Lord. Jesus was willing to go to the cross because he knew, he knew that was his destiny. Amen. So, we look at this account. I said I'm talking about children. Jesus says that unless you are converted. And, you know, if you have your Bible, underline that word. Unless conversion take place in your life and you become, everyone say become. And it didn't stop there. He didn't say become a child. He said become us. That means you're not, but you are us. Praise the Lord. Unless you are converted and become us 
a child. You see, you can't get converted without a revelation. Praise the Lord. It takes revelation to be converted. And sometimes the church suffer about conversion. You see, there are people in the church. There are people born in the church. There are people that came to, to the church in their age of, you know, four and, and three and have grown up in the church. And if you're not careful, you think they are converted. Please, please, you can do everything in the church unless you are converted. Your labor is in vain. Conversion is of the heart. Conversion comes by revelation. You see, conversion, um, it requires repentance. For one to be converted, there, there is a need for repentance. Peter repented, denying Jesus three times. And then the conversion took place in his life. Conversion, conversion requires you to be of another mind. You must have another frame of mind, different from what you had before. That is what conversion is all about. You see, I, 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 I was trying to give you a very good illustration. Well, whether you think it's good or not, because I'm giving the illustration, I'm going to call it good anyway. You see, this is what you're looking at here. Um, David, look at me. You know, don't you see I'm dressed nice? Good. Look at me. You see, what you're looking at is my life before before I came to the Lord. But I made a conscious decision and became converted. And became converted. Now, these are the bits that I want you to pick up. See, when I hold this thing like this, all right, this thing cannot change by itself. Praise the Lord. What I'm holding, it cannot change by itself. I make a conscious decision to turn it around. I told you it's a good illustration. 
I make a conscious decision to turn it around. In my thinking, I decide what I want to do with my life. I decide that I will follow Jesus. That is conversion. You might use another word and say being born again. Thank you, guy. But I'm using conversion today. You cannot be converted until you make a choice. You could say a change in life. But whatever you do, you need to know that you make that decision. You make a choice of how you want your life to be. Whether you want to live for God or you want to live for yourself. Whether you want to fake the Christianity or you want to be real. Church, you can fake it as much as you want to man, but you can never fake it to God. You can fake it as much as you want to man. But there is somebody who sees in the dark. There is somebody who sees beyond the natural eyes. His name is Jesus. And it will be a great shame Having done all this to hear from your master, I do not know you. Church, decisions are being made every day, every time. Let your conversion be that which brings repentance. Let your conversion be a change of life. Let your conversion bring you or make you as a little child. Let's look at how little Charles think and how they behave. Because Jesus says, unless you are converted and become as a little child, you have no part in his kingdom. How does little children behave? We're going to dedicate a little baby to the Lord. That child eats and sleep, and every now and then, maybe every couple of hours, change his diapers, 
because he does something that needs his diapers to be changed, right? You're supposed to laugh. Don't let your, your, your laugh become too expensive. Give it out. It's, it's free, you know. Laugh, free of charge. Yeah, so the kids do things. You know, babies, they do things. And they're looked after. Amen. But as they grow, they change a bit by bit, isn't it? But one thing a good child does as parents, one thing that a good child does is they do what you tell them to do. Every parent wants an obedient child. Is that right? And even if you're not a parent yet, you still would want an obedient child, isn't it? So, Jesus said we should become or we should be as a child. So our conversion should bring us to a place of spiritual obedience. Spiritual obedience. There are too many of us in church that will not obey basic directions. Basics. In the military, there is a law. Not that I went into the, not that I ever been in the military, but I hear from outskirts, you do before you complain. When you receive instruction, whether it is good or bad, you do what you're told to do and then after complain. Praise the Lord. We as believers, Jesus is telling us, we must become us. In other words, we must behave as children. And that's really hard for us in this age to, to, to understand or to do. But let me tell you, we can be of any age that we want. We can develop technology and everything. We, can, we have developed that we can even almost make a human being. But the thing is, the Bible, the principle of God will never change. It will never change. That which has been said there will remain the same. The principle will remain the same. Except you, be, you, you receive the kingdom of God as a little child, you will have no part in it. Because you see, eventually you will mess it up. Eventually, you will mess it up. Eventually, that's why the Bible tells us, do not give a novice a young person a place of authority. Don't put them in a place of authority because they get puffed up. Praise the Lord. Well, whether you praise the Lord or not, I'm preaching and I know I'm preaching good. Praise the Lord. So, you know, we, might, we should become as a little child. Children are forgiven. Is that right? 
you, you know, you see the kids fighting. Two minutes here. Oh, no, two minutes. Two seconds here. And in a second after, you see them holding hands. What happened there? They don't remember. Praise the Lord. Children are forgiven. Well, you know that, don't you? Children are forgiven. Children are trusting. Amen? Amen. Children are trusting. They trust whatever you tell them. Amen? So, you know, and, and children are humble. At least our age, when we were kids, you know. Why is it that you can't laugh? I said, children are humble. But they are, we were humble when we were kids, not these ones. And then you're supposed to laugh. <laughs> good, good, good. Praise the Lord. You see, that is what Jesus was talking about. Of all that he said, unless you become humble as a little child. You see, when a, a, a child that is humble is when the parents say, sit down now, eh? don't move. Oh. The child will sit down and will not move. When you say the child, bring me that cup of tea because it's only half a cup the child will carry the tea and bring it to you now no problem go to bed that's the only time you see the children are not humble <laughs> you are sleeping go to bed no I'm not sleeping have you ever heard anybody that say I'm sleeping I'm going to bed never I used to say the same thing Yao koda, which means yao, go and sleep. No, I'm not sleeping. I used to say the same thing. But are you getting the picture that I'm trying to paint here? I'm making a lot of jokes, but the reality is kids are humble when they are kids. Amen. And we, as Christians, Jesus, you see, I looked at myself and I look at my life and I look where I'm coming from. When I was with Mama, there was never, you just did what you're told to do. Full stop. No questions. You just did what you're supposed to do, what you're told to do, full stop. If we will take the kingdom of God as a little child, trusting, forgiving, forgiving and humble, then we will have a part in God's kingdom. God's kingdom 
is not for everyone. It is for those that are converted. Amen. We have, thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me, let me just thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's read James 4, 6. Are you putting it on? You see, God... Can you go to five? Oh, sorry, it's okay. But he gives uh, more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Amen? God will always, that's my insertion, God will always resist the proud, but will give abundant of grace. Grace is God's strength for you to be able to do what you need to do to those that are humble. I don't know about you, but you stand a better chance of making it when you're humble. When you're humble, you stand a better ch chance of making it. First Peter 5.5 5. 1 Peter 5.5. 5. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elder, uh, elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with, with humility. For God resists the proud, but give grace to the God's grace is for those that are converted and are walking in humility as a child. I said earlier on that it is by revelation that we get, we are converted. And I want to read this last scripture and then we will close. Romans, you have, no, Romans, Romans 12. Oh man. I've just remembered something. Romans 12. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And this is what I want you to take note. And... I read it from mine. And do not be conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to this world. You remember this? Notice Paul, who wrote, who wrote the book of Romans, says, you do not. He, said, he didn't say pray. He didn't say you know, uh, uh, somebody 
you, is going to deliver you. He didn't say some prophet is going to say some. No, he says you do something. And do not be conformed to this world. Don't be conformed to this world. The responsibility is on you. It means that you are the one who decide to be conformed or not to be conformed. I told you this is a good illustration. Paul says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'm talking about revelation. Be transformed. It's almost like you know, be transformed as jump from one place of location to another. Even though I've crossed 70, I still can jump like that. Yeah. But let me just make a confession. Hey, I've just messed it up already, so don't worry about it. Let me just make a confession. When the worship was going on, and I was jumping up and down, and I was thinking, hey, you're still going to stand up and preach, you know, to take it easy. You're 70, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, you know, we, we, it is a conscious decision that we make to, re, to renew our mind. Confession, conversion is a way of thinking that you change. You change your way of thinking, the way that you used to think. The word of God comes into your life, comes into your heart, and it changes the way you think. Then you accept the word. That is the conversion. When you accept the word in your heart and you decide, I am going to live this word. That's a conversion. Amen. Please, don't be going to church without being converted. You must make a conscious decision to give your life to Jesus. That's the conversion. Water baptism means nothing. Water baptism is just an outward expression of this conversion that I'm talking about. You can't say I'm baptized so I'm okay. No, you must make a conscious decision to give your life to Jesus. To say, I am going to walk 
according to the word of God. And then ask Jesus into your life. Be Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. Church, I'm just simply telling you today, as one that has come to the house of the Lord as one that has given their... If you have given your life to Christ, don't go through the emotions of going to church. Don't go through the emotions of serving, but make a conscious decision to become converted like a child. A child forgive, a child is trusting, a child is humble. Many people will miss heaven because they will not put on the garment of humbleness. Let's bow down our heads in prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you because your word is true. Except the corn of wheat falls into the ground and die, it abides alone. And so, Lord, I pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that these that have gathered here today, I lift every heart unto you. That you touch hearts. And if there is any heart that is not converted unto you, Lord, we pray that you bring a revelation to their heart of who Jesus is. That they may accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.